You've been waiting for this moment since we announced it on our Instagram. It is time for the most nonsensical episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast we have done to date. Welcome to Pitch a Palooza! All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. As you just heard, this week is Pitchapalooza, and we're super excited for this. But before we get going, got to introduce the two other guys. Ryan, how are you doing today, man? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, Christ, oh man. man, it's been a while. Our it has been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited for this idea. I think this is going to be really fun. Your skin um, looks quite exquisite today I will okay say. it looks very <laughs> meanwhile my skin looks like trash so yeah, yeah. self-care always looks like trash self-care okay. is important well, that's you're right yeah, self-care self-care and proper with, lighting i was hanging out with ryan and you know what this this man wait hold on over, hold on this, this man, is cameron by the way welcome cameron this man looked over at me while we were sitting in the car he said hey you know uh washing your face is a good idea that's what he said to me <laughs> And I said, did I what? <laughs> what? Yes. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Why Jesus did I say Christ, that? Ryan. I don't he, remember why I said that. Because I, I, I don't know, but I told him I said it's genetics. Uh, oh, yeah. We, did this we had this conversation. Because he's like, he's like, you should like, like do like, use like face wash and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, it's genetics. I've literally tried everything. I've tried medicine. I've tried washes. I've tried regimes. I, I like. That I've may be everything. the most rude thing I've ever heard come out of Ryan's mouth. <laughs> Ryan is like afraid to be mean to people. He he is he's telling what he said is true, but the context of saying it is very false. I, what is the context? We weren't just driving in silence, and I leaned over like, "Hey, you should really watch." Like, that's not what happened. What happened then? <laughs> you're the one telling the story. I wasn't gonna oh. dig this up. Like, you're, you're the one telling false stories out there. No, I think I was just talking. I don't know what we were talking about. My, yeah, my you skin know, is bad. I would never say that to you. You know that's true. <laughs> I forget. I mean, it did catch me off guard when you said something about it. I was like, whoa. I, I didn't believe you until you said the part where, like, oh, it's genetic. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah uh, but anyway, hello, everyone. I'm hello. just giving Ryan a hard time. He knows no, that. no worries. Um, so something we're really quickly before we get into before we get into Pitchapalooza here. Yeah. Um, last night Ryan and I went and saw Suicide Squad together, and Cameron, I know you saw Suicide Squad as I well. I actually watched um, it Thursday night. Oh, great! So yeah. why don't we go ahead and kind of talk about that a little bit, um, why Cameron? You go first? Why don't you go? F- why don't you go what? first? Uh, yeah, why I'm curious because I, I'm curious because before the podcast, Joel and Ryan. Um, they we i brought this up i was like oh you guys saw so so what would you think because joel i've read his review on letterbox ryan i don't know if you've posted one on letterbox yet yet, but uh i have been enjoying your reviews your review on old was quite good and old is probably the worst movie i've seen in a very long time and worse than the green knight uh yeah because at least the green knight had like well old had a story green knight didn't really have a story to it so it's not a good story okay so well really quick on that on the on the Green Knight, I'm not haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna see it. Oh. It's funny that you say that though, because some I, I have a feeling I'm gonna like it. Uh, but it's funny that you say that because someone I talked to, I asked them what did you think of it, and he said it was fine. The problem was I had no idea what it was about, and it right. never told me. 
Correct. He said, but afterwards I went back and watched the trailer and it all made sense. See, he I said, never, so had I watched I the trailer the, beforehand, yeah. he said, I would have understood the film better, which is kind of bizarre to me because normally the trailer, yeah, it gives you the outline kind of, and then the film will tell you once you get into so, it. So I, 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 I want to watch The Green Knight again. Um because I was, I slept through essentially the. Entire <laughs> he thing. did. That's true. I, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was literally asleep. I mean, we saw it at nine forty. That was our night. second movie of the day. Yeah, it had been a long day. I had walked forty miles that week. Like it, it had been a really long, long week full of lots of stuff. And then we decided to see that movie. And um, after we saw, I mean, it was it didn't help that we saw Jungle Cruise first, which was right. uh, Rick Rollin time. Rick Rollin, right, right, right. that's right. Uh, Rip Rollin. Oh nope. damn it, Rick Rollin. <laughs> da, uh, da, da. <laughs> um, super fun movie. And then we saw The Green Knight afterwards. So I think we, you had to be in a little bit different of a headspace for. Right. Um, but. Uh, enough about Green Knight. I want to. Yeah. Wanna talk so, about... well, okay. actually, before um, <laughs> Ryan's like, well, I, I want to give. I just say oh one, one last thing about Green Knight. Um, I wouldn't. I will not watch this movie again. But I feel like I missed something. So what I'm doing is our friends over at John Geeks, Their most recent episode is talking about Green Knight, and I just started that uh, earlier today. So I'm going to listen to. From what I gathered so far, they seem to be intrigued by at least some of those guys over there seem to. Um, so I'm going to give that a listen all the way through and see if maybe they talk about some stuff that I didn't catch. Again, I'm not trying to stay on this for too long, but wait, is this like a uh, was this like a short story or like what's the? Because I thought I heard somebody saying this was like this is a pre-existing story, correct? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like, it's like a, a tale from. It's like, like a fable. Or yeah, it's like, it's like a King fable, Arthur yeah. times. Oh, okay, I've never. I, yeah, I've never heard it. It's but. a tale as old as time. Yeah. Song as old as rhyme. Anyway, um, and we haven't done so, no, so Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad. I really enjoyed, and obviously, like, I think we've talked about it here before, like, the first one, not good at all, and I felt like a lot of people were going to go into this new one and just automatically say, like, it's so good, it's so much better than the first one, merely as a way to, like, talk trash about the first one and just kind of keep burying the the original one and how bad it was, Um, but it's genuinely such a good movie, and Cameron, you kind of touched on it in your review on Letterboxd. The biggest thing for me was how much I cared about all of the characters in this one. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely loved all of these characters. People that I didn't expect to to really enjoy became some of my favorites. Um, characters that I already knew and kind of had you know feelings for turned into characters that I cared about even more. Um, and there were some really awesome performances as well that I really liked. But overall, I mean, it's it's incredibly violent, and there's you know, it, it's very, it definitely earned its R rating. Um, but I think it was like, it it earned that. It wasn't like it just did it to do it. It made sense, and it worked for the story. Yeah. And I think James Gunn's humor and the way he tells stories worked so well mm-hmm. for what the Suicide Squad is. Yeah, it was very natural, um, very very natural feeling of director uh and um source material right um i i'm curious because joel and ryan were saying that they came out of it and they thought oh cameron's not gonna like that cameron's did you think i was gonna hate it or just not like it i just thought there were elements that you weren't gonna like 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 i the word we used was you might think it was pretentious pretentious 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, like specifically like some of these storytelling like the elements, like the the, the titles, titles popping up. I love that. I thought that was actually super, that was yeah. the that was the example was, we used. Yeah, we for I sure thought that. you were gonna was, like that. I thought, I thought it was, it was awesome. Fun. The Jotunheim um, one was my favorite one, where it's yeah. like the depth perception. Yeah, with that all was of really it. cool. Um, yeah, there were there were a few it things. It very much fit because it felt like a comic book. I didn't think you were gonna like the time jumping. I didn't think you were gonna like the time jumping. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I, I, which I is actually funny because I know you're a Nol- you're such a big Nolan fan. I actually fan, like liked me. how they did the time jumping. They did it I great. thought I thought they were go- I thought it was going to be super cheap because um, um, I don't want to spoil anything. But that first sequence when you have all of these characters, I thought mm-hmm. it was going to do something cheap where it's like, oh, this happens, and then it's like, oh, well, let's hop back, and you know, it's that's all kind of irrelevant. But no, it hops back for like ten minutes and then catches back up to where it was in the first scene. Yeah, I thought it, doesn't, it was going to yeah. be. Yeah, I thought it was going to be this thing where they use all the, those characters for it's like the story building up to that, which is what we see in a lot mm-hmm. of time jumps. But I actually really like how it did the time jump in this one. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like I said, we we both walked out thinking like I'm not sure, you know, what he's going to think of this. So it was nice to see that that you enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it was e- I mean, it's easily my favorite movie of the year so far. Can I ask a question uh, to the group? Yeah. Is uh Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn the most important character DC film universe has right now? Uh like in terms of like I mean, like in terms of like the biggest draw that they have in like right now from their roster of established of characters all in, of dc of all of like their current no. current no movies. there's no w- there's no way yeah batman can <laughs> never be topped well like so so ben affleck's batman has bigger pull than margot robbie's harley quinn no no batman is just, a, i'm not talking no I'm, say, I'm saying as the actor playing a character no, not but the I think character that, i don't know that but, like the that, actor that question kind of feels like it doesn't work I don't know. Do you agree, Cameron? Like, I think it's hard. I think it's hard. I mean, when I think of DC right now, I think the character, the actor I think of when I think of DC is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. But when I think of DC as a whole, I think of Batman. But yeah, I'm I guess saying, if, I'm not I guess saying as a whole. I'm just saying in the movies. Well, in the in in I mean. It's hard. It's hard to say because we haven't gone. I haven't gone a good Batman. Let me while. let me Obviously, rephrase it a little bit. Let me can to... I let me rephrase it. Would you rather see a DC movie with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn or uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? Oh, which would you rather see? Wonder Woman. I disagree. No, and I, I, disagree. I no, and your your answer is the correct answer. Yeah, but I'd rather see. He just, yeah, he has personal personal preference. Harley Quinn is um, the most. Harley Quinn. Um, okay, no, Harley, okay, so I get what you're getting at. Harley Quinn's the most exciting thing about DC right now. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. yeah. That's what I'm trying okay, to get sure. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Until uh, if Pattinson's Batman is good, then he'll. Oh yeah, and I'm very excited spot. about that, Matt Reeves. But he's gonna be great. But as of, as of right now, I think if you told me tomorrow that DC DC was gonna make a new movie and I could pick See, the character that it was centered on, I would pick that's Harley so Quinn. interesting. I could talk about. Actually, that's not true. I would I would pick Captain Boomerang. I could but. talk about the Suicide Squad for probably hours because I legitimately enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to watching it again and. Um, I'm a little bummed it didn't do too well in theaters because I, I want to go see yeah. it in theaters again. I really want to go see it in IMAX. But yeah, Joel, what's up? No, I just wanted to say I want to make sure that Ryan gets a chance to talk about Suicide Squad, but I also want to throw out now that um, he is going to be going 
on to Genre Geeks, um, the show that we've we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, to discuss Suicide Squad as well. So he'll obviously give us some of his feelings here, uh, but I think probably even more in depth when you go work or visit with or probably, I, visit yeah, with would, Suicide Squad, I, visit yeah. with the Genre Geeks. When I go, when I go to Texas, yeah, <laughs> I fly out to Texas this week. Um, I would imagine that that one's going to be very spoiler heavy. Heavy, I would think. So I could like, I mean, you you know what I think about the movie a little bit. I'll tell Cameron as well. Like. I went in with uh, I went in with high expectations because I am probably the biggest fan of James Gunn's James Gunn's style of film, and I kind of had a hunch in of the what world. to expect. <laughs> Maybe in the world, yeah. Um, I had a like I went into it expecting something, and then I got it. So that doesn't happen very often with movies where like you have high expectations and they're met. Is there stuff that I told you, Joel's Is there stuff that maybe I didn't enjoy that much? Like I didn't think it was a perfect movie. I thought there were parts that kind of dragged, parts that. I didn't find that entertaining and parts that I kind of wanted to get over with quickly, but the stuff that works worked so well. And it's the style of film that they're making works so well that I was just enthralled like for yeah. most of it, but uh, it's not perfect. And like Cameron said, I really wish it would have done better financially. Um, it's so <clears throat> we can get. It's so funny. This movie is two hours and 13 minutes. doesn't feel like it. Well, I, that was one of the things I had. Cameron thought it was a little long. I thought it was a little long. Why is it? There's so many minutes. There's so many movies are around this two hour and ten minute mark. Most of them, uh, I would recently. say. That's probably like, that's like the like you know when we were growing up, like the the standard movie was like an hour and forty five or something like that. I yelled at the screen like about this. He did. He was upset. They they put this thing this thing on the screen, and it said like, uh, text to this number to find out how long this movie is or something. And I was like, why does this matter? Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. He said it very loud for everybody in the theater. Uh, it was it, very so. loud. Um, I was wearing my HBO Max shirt, and I had just scarfed down a pizza, so I was in a mood. Mm-hmm. In record uh, time. See, I ate I, the pizza I, in, I like, two minutes. I HBO Max on Thursday night. Good for you, dude. It was great. Shouts. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about Suicide Squad down the road, but I'm very excited about Pitchapalooza. Um, so if you guys are ready, I'd like to kind of get things going with this. Yeah. Are we, are we good to go? I'm ready. Okay. Ready so you wanna, do you need to explain to I'm going to run this down for the folks at home. Year? Absolutely. So for, for all of you folks at home, Pitchapalooza, here's what's going to be happening, all right? We three kings are going to take turns <laughs> pitching film ideas. But here is the catch. Each of us, right? There's three of us here. Mm-hmm. So we have a total of 30 options for four different categories, and we're going to use a random number generator to select these options. So Ryan is numbers 1 through 10, Cameron 11 through 20, and myself 21 through 30. And our four categories are Talent 1, Talent 2, Setting, and Wild Card. So Talent 1 and Talent 2 are exactly what they sound like. Each of us picked five uh, male actors, five female actors for both Talent 1 and Talent 2, so a total of 10 male actors and 10 female actors combined between those two categories. Setting is either a time, place, or a combination of the two. And then wild card is exactly what it sounds like. It can be anything. It can be another person. It can be an item, a weapon, whatever it is. The wild card is a wild card. And how this is going to go is we're going to go to somebody, or before we start the round, it's going to be a total of three rounds. We already built a list of genres. We're going to randomly generate a genre, and then we're going to go person by person and randomly generate 
the items that they're going to use for their film. After that, we are each going to get a minute to kind of work out our thoughts out loud. That way you all at home can hear our thought process. Um, and either by the end of that minute or once that minute is up, we are each going to pitch our idea to one another. Um, it's not necessarily a competition. At the end, we're going to kind of pick some of our favorites, but this is really just kind of a fun exercise for us to try and come up with some weird movies based on the different things we have. Um, a couple of little quick rules that may come up that I'm just going to put out there. I'm sure there's a chance that some of us listed similar actors or even similar settings maybe. So if that happens to come up, then no big deal. However, once a item is pulled from any of our lists, that won't be brought up again. So I know what's on my list. I don't know what's on Cameron's and Ryan's lists and vice versa, right? So if number anything from 21 to 30 gets called, I'm going to know what it is. They won't. So we'll just have to say it out loud. So there's always the chance that I draw something from my own list. They draw something from their own lists. Um, but ideally, it's going to be a good mix of everybody's. So that's pretty much the basis of it. I'm sure some random rules will pop in here and there. Things will change along the way. But this is really just kind of going to be a fun time. There's not going to be too much structure to this in terms of how things go it could kind of get messed up along the way who knows but i'm thinking it's going to be a good time do either of you have anything to add or say before we get going let's do this all right ryan you ready i was born ready all right oh yeah so yeah, i were. can't really share the screen for the random number generator because then y'all would be able to hear me so you're just gonna have to trust me on this okay I um, so you. i'm gonna go ahead and generate a genre for the first round okay okay who's going first i'm gonna have you go first ryan oh ryan i think, I think okay. we'll go ryan okay. cameron me and then the next round can go cameron me you and then the last round will go me cameron you that makes sense. Something that, like that, yeah. that okay. kind of little okay. round roundabout thing. So we each get a chance to go first and last. Like a, all right, like boys. Like a round robin. Yeah. Yes. I I said all right, boys. I tried to say boys, and then I, I got distracted. Anyway, here we go. Our first genre is drumroll, please. Action. Action. Perfect. So an action film. Awesome. So this okay. the genre works for everybody. This is for the whole round. Um, we're not so each going to get round. a different genre. Yeah. So the whole round, oh, we are okay. each yeah, going yeah, to yeah. have that genre all right interesting perfect so ryan you'll be going first so okay. we are going to randomly generate the items that you are going to need for your sure. film okay so okay. let me make sure i'm so excited i am very excited this as is gonna be so well much it is going to be a lot of fun so here we go this is for talent number one and sure. you are getting Number 13. Hey. So that comes off of Cameron's list. Cameron, what's the number 13 uh, here? Camila Caballo. Caballo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You mean Camila Caballo? Yeah, Jesus. How did you butcher that so bad? Oh All right. God. So, <laughs> number one for Ryan, Camila Caballo. There you go. Start. Talent number two. It's my least favorite member. Of 17. Army. Another one from Cameron's oh. list. Hunter Shave. Oh, yeah. oh, wait. No, wrong, wrong one. Uh, Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lauder and Camille Cabello. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Perfect. Oh, no. So now we're moving on. I can to already your... tell this will not this will not be a financial hit. <laughs> Here tell. comes your uh setting. Nineteen it's just all Cameron oh, right God. now. Uh oh, Ryan's apartment. <laughs> Ryan's apartment. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Perfect. And finally These people probably aren't very busy. I could actually shoot this. Finally your Especially wild Taylor. card is 
16. Oh, this literally all came from Cameron. So 16. 16? Oh, time travel. Time travel. Perfect. <laughs> all right. So just to run uh, things back, Camila Cabello, Taylor Lautner, Ryan's apartment, and time travel. Ryan, you have one minute on the clock. Ready yeah, I'm and ready. I'm actually ready. go. I'm actually just ready to pitch. Okay. Well, all go right. for it. I'm just ready to pitch. Okay. Um, so in my apartment, like this setting that we have here, it's just like a standard apartment. Uh, you guys have seen it. You know what it looks like. Standard apartment. Very standard. Uh, we have we have, uh, a little have bit Taylor smaller Lautner than normal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we have Taylor Lautner. Uh, he's just sitting on the couch, and he gets a delivery to his door. Um, what he finds is a package, and inside of that package is a karaoke microphone. Now, he's really confused. He didn't order this, but, you know, it seems kind of fun. You know, I'll check it out see what it looks like. So he plugs it in. I don't know what he plugs it into. I wouldn't know how that would work. But just imagine he has something to plug it into. Um, he plugs it in. And it comes on, and the instructor for the videos to get started is uh, played by Camille Cabello. Um, so she's like the generator of the songs for him. And every time a new song comes up, he gets transported to the time period Five seconds. that the song comes from. So and if he sings a song that comes out in the 80s, that's what he, he gets transported to the 80s as he's singing different settings. So 80s, 2000s, no music in the future, but maybe we'll have like a secret level for that towards the end, post credit scene for the future film. And there we go. That's my pitch. Awesome. I love that. Um, this is an element I didn't think about. Do you want to randomly throw a title on there? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, um, okay. Um, I have one for I you. Call. Ready Player Song. <laughs> I feel like that's copyrighted, but I really like it. Um, I guess we need titles if we're going to make the posters, potentially. So. I don't know. I think Ready Player Song is pretty good. I don't. I don't awesome. think I can come up with anything better than that. So yeah. Also, I apologize. Apparently, someone near me got like a new airplane for their birthday or something, and it's been like parked I think outside Ready of my house. Singer so. One is better. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right, and now a little surprise element that I didn't tell you guys about, and this is this has oh, nothing God. that you have to do. This is simply something I'm tacking on at the end. I have generated a list of a bunch of random directors who just came into my oh, mind. So I am going to randomly generate a director, and that is going to be the director of Ready Singer 1. Okay? Okay. So here we go. The director of Ready Singer 1 will be Damien Chazelle. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty oh my solid God. poll right there. This I works. Just this yeah, works. works. <laughs> hey, we can do it. Yeah. This totally works. Um, I hey, think I mean, it's if great. There's that... Anything you know with singing, it's obviously Camille. Wait, so what was Camille Cabello's? I... She's like, she's like she's the doing, person. She's doing Cinderella. Think, think of oh. her. No, like he's saying, asking who she was. I was like, wasn't this I your pick? Her. Yeah. Think of her. Think of her as like. Think of the microphone as like the magic lamp in Aladdin. She's like the genie of the microphone, and she I'm transports Taylor Lautner's character to the location. She's doing but how Probably is this in an, the song? My at question some point. is, how is this an action movie? Oh, it's, tra- oh, that's a good point. Um, well, I was gonna say, the, I think the biggest thing that you didn't pitch to us was, where's the where's the conflict here? Yeah. There's no like antagonist. To, be, to or- be fair, to to be fair, I was supposed to have a minute to prep and then a certain time period to pitch. Yeah, but you also said I'm ready to pitch a second in. <laughs> how how long was the true. time for pitching supposed to be? A minute. You're right. You I'll, I'll, the, no, yeah. you're right. But Wait, you came in you very cocky. Me on the, I just had the one minute clock for the whole time. That's true. Okay, give us a, give us an antagonist. Yeah. You have thirty seconds antagonist? of the clock ready. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I it got also, it. It also um, doesn't matter that much. No. But yeah, yes, give it to us. I, I just you, think now want. I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking of Damien Ch- Damien Chazelle doing an action movie now. That would be Damien Chazelle. He did first man. Okay. That was an action John Travolta's that's, like Damien Chazelle. <laughs> yeah, there's no action in First Man. I'm sorry. It's a good movie, no action. Um, I guess it would just be like um Oh, okay. I got something. So you know how like that like Beat Saber game? You guys mm-hmm. know about that game? Where like you have it synced yeah, yeah, to yeah. music? It could work similarly to that where like the microphone has like it's possessed. So there's like evil forces in the microphone and when possessed he enters into the song, one he has my, uh... he has to use the microphone like as a weapon. And you can you can pull the the Space Jam card and the the bad guy's name can be Mike Ruffone. Instead of algae rhythm, he's Mike Ruffone or Mike <clears throat> Stand. Right. Okay. I don't know. I just want to say that um, for going uh, first, you did and a not solid job, right? The, the you, you did a that great was a solid job. Role. Right. That yeah. was very I good. Um, I good job working be, with all need, of Cameron's <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to be good. You guys know I need to be good at pitches, so <laughs> that was a good start for me. Again, I apologize if you hear whatever the hell is happening outside my window right now. So all of his. All of his ones that I had to do are off the board. They're right? off. We so can't. if any of those numbers come up okay. for those categories only, right. though, just like for those categories. that number can come up again in a different category. Yeah, right. I crossed them off on my list. Perfect. Okay. All right. Cameron, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. This is for Cameron for an action film. Talent number one is number 30, Helen Mirren. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Talent number two is... Number three, Ryan. Oh, if Regina King. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And here we go for setting. Number two, Ryan. The year 3000. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. And finally, the Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Brothers yes. About. Right. Yeah. <laughs> finally, your wild card. Number eight, Ryan as well. Oh, uh, you can't use any names in your pitch. That's the wild card? <laughs> yeah. You have to do the whole pitch without using what? any names. <laughs> oh, man. Joel, Joel, you're, you're, you're the rule man here. Pitch it. Wild I cards mean, can be anything, right? I, I guess I'm going to – I guess I can accept that. In my How mind, the I wild mean? card was anything that could be yeah, in the movie. Object. Well, it doesn't have to be an object. It could be like a person. Something, yeah, but something it, in just the something movie. that's How in the movie. Yeah, no, they have, no, there's no this names. This is they cheating. No. no. I don't know. Yes. I need I'm starting to lean movie. more of the way that it's not fair the because then it completely eliminates him using that's fine. <laughs> the names okay, that we just gave him. You can come up with something though, Ryan. You, no, I, no, I'm sorry. This is. Do you want me to just generate just, another one? Generate another number, yeah. No, okay. uh, this is bullshit. Get in the comments. Get in the comments, folks. Hurry, everyone, since I'll we're live streaming this. Get in the comments. Mm. Um, well, that yeah, that one's kind of tough because the whole point of talent one and talent two is you have to use their names. Okay, fine. Then the characters have no names. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so yeah. the characters. Because you guys are okay. gonna complain. So, <clears throat> Cameron, are you ready? No. Set. Wait, what? I thought I had the second. I thought I had a minute to prepare. Oh yes, no, you have his minute still, right? You have yeah, and that minute I will tell you like go, and then at that minute you can pre- you can pitch. So I have a minute to think, and then I can pitch after that. No, minute. okay, start, so start the so clock. I'm starting the clock. Okay. You get a minute. You can think out loud, do whatever you want. Okay. You can either pitch in that minute, or by the time that minute's up, you have to start pitching to us. Oh. Okay. All right, and go. He's literally just gonna. You, you called this. Ryan called this before the episode. He said Cameron's just gonna sit there in silence, and we're gonna have to fill this minute. Okay, so 
So we have an action movie. With Ryan, shut Helen. up. Can you please? With Helen, I can't think. This is cheating. I was doing the Jeopardy song. Oh, my God. That was not the Jeopardy song. That wasn't the Jeopardy song. <clears throat> okay. You well, must I'm be not... watching a weird Jeopardy. <clears throat> I'm, not, so, I got the, I'm the one with the shitty new host okay, they picked. So well, you got 30 we are, seconds. So here we are in the year 3000. In not this much has world, in this, <laughs> in this world, no one has any names at all. Oh. They are just simply numbers. Lemonade. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Helen Mirren and Regina King are numbers one and two. Now, what that means is they are the first two of this experimental human. All right. They have these insane superpowers, but their superpower one is different than superpower two. Now, um, they there's all of these different people, all of these different numbers, all the way up to like seven billion or whatever, because that's how many people are you know, on the earth. And they're the originals. So they're trying to find the people who made them. This is a really shitty movie. This is a really shitty movie. You have great I, talent in there, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I, you got Oscar I, winners. We all know Helen Mirren is um, the people of acting. I had an acting. idea, and then I didn't. Uh, I messed it up. So uh, this is this is a shitty movie. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Do you have a title for us? Also, I must say, we're only a round and a half, or like halfway through a round, and I'm already loving this. This is so fun. Um, yeah, it's already working out. We might, we might do more rounds depending on how long this goes. We have I plenty of options. So. I well, I'll even say this. I was gonna save this for later, but depending on how well this goes, I'm even thinking almost we might replace the opening question with just a round of this moving forward, or at least have it as an option, right? So, anyways, continue along, Cameron. Um. Name, and then I'll give you your director. A name? Uh, okay. if, it's, if it's shit, you know Warner Brothers might pick it up. Wait, oh. duh. You have the easiest title, dude. No name. Yeah. Or you can call it Noname. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, Noname. There's no title. It's just underscore. Yeah. Okay, who's the director? You just make a poster with no words on it. This is, this right. is, this is bad. Oh, God. People are going to think I'm dumb. All right, here we go. And the director <laughs> of... different. Of, is it called No Name? No Name, yeah. No name, directed by Noah Bombach. That worked oh out God. for Cameron. Um, not quite for the genre, but no. Um, this, right, this sucks. That, that is a terrible Honestly, movie, hey, and man, that's not you your fault. Treat, you better treat Regina King right. I I set, wanted so. to have. I think it's ridiculous. I didn't get an object. Come on. Excuse you. Excuse you. I, I gave you a picture movie with Camila Cabello hasn't even been in a movie yet, and I had to pick something <laughs> with her. All right. All right, it's my turn. Does someone else want to run the timer for this one? Mine I'll do all the, I'm taking I'll, notes. Mine, mine, mine didn't have an object either. Time travel was your object. Come on. All right, here we That's go. Not an object. Ryan, are you going to be able to run the timer for me on this one? I Does can, your phone yeah. have a timer? I know you still have that, like, Nokia, whatever it's called. <laughs> I have an iPhone, yeah. <laughs> all right. We can't so all be for, rich. For me, talent number one is 23. Oh, I pulled someone from my list. Scarlett Johansson. Scar Joe. Right. Scar Joe. Um, talent two. If this is all just me. Okay, number Rightful, 12, Cameron. Rightfully, 12, rightfully sue you. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, okay. <laughs> Have they been in a movie together? <laughs> I don't think so. Was they Amy Schumer in that, like, that bachelorette party one that Scar Joe was in? I don't she was think in so. a bachelorette one? Aren't you thinking yeah, of... 
No, aren't you thinking of uh, no? What's her name? Olivia Wilde. No, there was one with like it was like ScarJo, Jillian Bell. Um, I think Zoe Kravitz was in it. Alana Glazer, what? Kate McKinnon. I don't remember what it was called. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, right, uh, what's, my right, setting so number? is number 22. Okay, back to me. Uh, modern day LA. This is okay. So far, this is a pretty boring movie. Um, Isn't and this just the, um, <laughs> Marriage Story with humor? The wild card is number one. Ooh. Ryan. He's going to be like, oh, um, uh, no, I got it. One of the actors <laughs> dies in the opening scene. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, I'm ready to go. For like the whole the Like pitch? you can start my time whenever you're ready. Right, I open the calculator by accident. So <laughs> I do that every time I'm getting ready to go to sleep and set my timer. I, the I'm like, I type in like 7.30 in the calculator. Yeah. That's why I have them on different pages so I don't get confused <laughs> and it happens anyway. All right. Uh, ready? Yes. And go. All right. Los Angeles, present day. The Metro Red Line subway. Scarlett Johansson is driving a subway train. Okay. And then, who who is who did I have? Megan Trainer? No, Amy Schumer. <laughs> Amy Schumer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Amy Schumer falls or gets pushed. I mean, in front of the subway, and gets hit by the subway that Scarlett Johansson is driving. But the train doesn't stop at the station; it just keeps going. But Scarlett Johansson is the only person who saw who pushed Amy Schumer in front of the train, in front of modern day L.A. So, the rest of the film is Scarlett Johansson trying to figure out, trying to find that person who killed Amy Schumer in front of her train. Um, did I mention it takes place in modern-day L.A.? Um, this is an action film. Scarlett Johansson is oh, also a former... Uh, oh, time. This is good. Time. I'm still doing my pitch. Isn't this what we said? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is a former CIA operative who really loved trains, so this was the route she went in retirement. And I'm calling it Metro. Oh, should I call it Red Line? Red Line. I'm calling it Red Line. Red Line. A okay, my film shit. by a film by Patty Jenkins. Oh, okay, I can Patty, see it. Patty Jenkins directing Red Line, starring. Scarlett Johansson, which I also wrote, accidentally wrote Johansson, so maybe she's a pig. Do we do we get like throughout this movie, we get like flashbacks of Amy Schumer's life? Yes, I'd and love it, that. Like, or like, or Suicide Squad spoilers ahead. Um, she just dies and we don't know anything about her. <laughs> like five minutes into the movie. Okay. Um, like like one. It's character. probably for the best. For Does the, she come for back to life at the end? At the end, she's actually she was the train. Mm. Oh my god! So it's yeah. like a transformer. The girl is the train. <laughs> the girl on the girl is the train. <laughs> um, that's a, I mean, that's a good title too. Okay, if she's actually good. the train. Cool. Well, so now awesome. we have to choose. Who well, that was that was round. Well, do we want to do that? Do we, I no, think we just wait? Round. To, round. Let's go each round. Yeah. yeah well, well so how are we gonna do this? So we're gonna have a winner for each round instead yeah, of just so. picking the best of. I think each of our films do, i think we still yeah. do both okay and we can do that yeah. at the end yeah. okay yeah, like, yeah i like which that of these action movies is the best movie cool and this will also be on the the socials too this is going to be a great week for the socials wow yeah um this is the kind of stuff that gets me going i know going. which one i'm picking um 
I mean, it feels weird to pick mine, but I would honestly want to watch mine the most. I'm voting for Joel's. I mean, he just has the best talent in his. So. Okay, well, that's well, not true. That's Me, not he's got true. the yeah. He's I got the best. Regina all of, King and Helen Mirren. But so. he's got he's got. The but we have elements. a terrible writer at the helm yeah, of mine. He's got yeah. the elements to the movie that would draw the most people in, especially once they find out that Amy Schumer dies at the beginning. Like more people. And like, then oh, okay. is the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Your I think soul like gets absorbed. I think like Cameron's premise is like just so out there that I don't think it would draw anybody in. <laughs> And I think mine is an interesting premise with horrible talent. So nobody would <laughs> yeah, you it. got screwed. Yeah, I did. I got fucked real bad. All right, let's let's not coming from Cameron's list it. here. Yep. I, um, I just threw on whoever I could. All right. Well, that was fun. Oh, that you, was you round were, one. You were struggling to think of actors and actresses, and you were just like, "Oh, oh these yeah." People. I wanted to bring that up. Am I the only one that all of a sudden was like, "What's an actor?" No, this, <laughs> like, was easy. this was easy for me really i think i was trying not to be like too obvious like i was trying not to just pick like people who are like popular oh right see now. i picked a bunch of people who obviously are uh well not necessarily the most famous oh cameron picked God. a bunch of non-actors i love it what a dick <laughs> okay it's the first time cameron's heard that so moving on to round two <laughs> <laughs> our genre is gonna be Adventure. I think, should, I, think, I think we should go to the ad before we go to the next round. I was gonna do an ad after second round. What do you want to do? That's before? fine. Whatever okay. you want. I need to catch my catch my breath after that one. That was right. Um, fine. Let's do it. You know, what? let's go ahead and go. We're gonna. Well, I already said what the genre is. Adventure, folks. After the ad break, Wait, it's we're adventure? gonna we're, we're gonna come back to you. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, how that worked out. Boring. So, coming back after the break, that's we're gonna boring. be doing an adventure film. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. We're going into round two. I'll leave it up to you guys. Again, we can bend the rules here. Do you think adventure's too close to action? Yeah, do we do need to? One. Let's do you want to? Ryan? Yeah, there's so many other great options. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's Drama. <laughs> okay, drama. That's our next round. You guys good with that? That's different yeah. enough than action. All right, drama it is. All right, so this round, Cameron's going first. Damn it. Yep. And let's get the cast rolling here for talent number one. Like number one? No, no twenty one. Oh. Oh. Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for talent two. Number nineteen. Oh, that's me. Domina Hill Gleason. Wow, okay. Domino. That's, it, it's Domino. that's an in, that's an interesting uh, I don't care, it's Domina Hill to me. Ryan's our resident knows how to pronounce things guy, so I I take his word for that. Your setting is number eleven. This is just all coming from Cameron's list. <laughs> 1869 Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Which, also, by the way, for the viewers at home and for all of you guys here, at the end, we're all going to read all of the options that we had as well. That way we can all hear, because oh. I'm sure there's going to be some that don't uh, see, get picked. I don't think, That'll I don't be fun. Think, oh, I don't think we should do that. I think we should save those for the second time around. No, we'll come up with new ones. No, I th- yeah, I think, I think it'd be okay. more that, because <laughs> I think there's want. probably some gold in here <laughs> that we want to hear. <laughs> all right, um, all right and card. finally, for your wild card is going to be number 17. Are you kidding me? It's just all pulling from Cameron. A dead cat. A dead cat. <laughs> that's fair. Well, that's right up your alley. In 1869 right, Alabama, right. I'm worried about where this is going. <laughs> oh, I know. All right, Cameron, your minute of prep <laughs> oh, time starts shit. now. Are, th- are Michael Sarah and Domino brothers in this? They're the cat. Um, All right, go ahead, Cam. Are you doing the timer over there? Yeah, I started the timer for him. So whenever you want to start pitching, you just have to start pitching at least by the time the minute's up. So let's let's go with that. That's our that's our way of going. Can we have no harmonica because I can't fucking focus? Um, No harmonica over there, Jeff Peterson. You guys can talk, but you know. 
Or we can just keep it really quiet because that'll probably be just as awkward for you. Let me um, try the Jeopardy theme again. Hey, question. Uh, what year did the Civil War end? <laughs> <laughs> he goes to the key. <laughs> you can hear him on the keys, ah, yeah. Okay. Ah, I yes, yes, that. of course. Damn it. Okay. What year was it, Cameron, the Civil War? Uh, go ahead. For the listeners at home. 1840-something, I don't know. There you go. Was it? I don't even know. Okay. Um... Do you think Alabama was on the Confederate side? <laughs> <laughs> what? Your Why time you is up, Cameron. I need you to start okay, pitching. Okay, so he took his headphones <clears throat> off to do that. Yeah, I just, yeah. Well, I he thought we were gonna do a harmonica. All right. So the year is eighteen sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> we're in rural Alabama. The uh, as opposed to urban. The, yeah. Excuse me, I didn't talk during your pitching session. You Whoa. did actually. The, though. Um, <clears throat> the civil war has recently ended. Um, <laughs> so far, the South is dealing with the economic uh, consequences of the civil war and the um, migration of slaves or ex-slaves to the North. Uh, but Michael Sarah and Domin Hill Gleason, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this nice little setup. But Michael Sarah is <laughs> <laughs> playing himself like it's a what's it called? The world's end or whatever. This is the end. This is the end. Um, you see, they they aren't really bothered by the economic downfall because they were homeless during the entire Civil War anyway, and so um, they didn't have any more straw huts for them to live in in so Alabama. As everyone is migrating up, they notice that there's a little bit more space for them, so they go and they Michael, Sarah, and Domhnall Gleeson are actually a gay couple at this time, and so um, they have to go and find a place to live where they won't get killed um and so they go from place to place and uh house to house and they're they're um offering their labor to different places to live now i know you're wondering well what happens where does the dead cat come into this well you see all of their their own really bad luck they're having really bad luck until one day they come across this cat Who's actually made out of gold? About the cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a living cat, or is it like a statue? No, it's a living cat. Oh my god! If a a sphinx was real. Oh my god! Yeah. What kind of cat is it? It's a it's a tabby cat, but it's made out of gold. And they find this cat and they adopt it. And when I mean adopt it, I mean they steal it. Um, (laughs) And then, but it's alive. Just like real adoption. But in order. to um in order to that's how use the cat, does it uh in order to get the most out of the cat they kill it and they sell Whoa! its oh. limbs one by one so I then forgot they, this did say dead cat and so then it's they uh, amass all of this wealth and they buy all of this land and at the end of the movie you realize that Two gay men in 1869 can, in fact, live together in happiness. That, that's what <laughs> we realize. They, if they're rich. Yeah, yeah. if they're rich, yeah. You I have, have a title money. for you. I have a title for you. Um, Gold Meowmber. 
That's not a good title. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were doing really good before that, but that was a bad one. You're our title uh, guy. I was so. hoping I would get anything but 1869 Alabama. You wrote it down. You know, I know. I tried list. to get it to someone else. See, that that's just rude. That's what you get for picking non-actors that we're yeah. probably going to get left with. I mean, Donald's um, a good actor, so. Are we ready for, uh, are we we ready for a director? Well, we do need a title still. Oh, yes, oh. we need a title. Um, 69 Lives. <laughs> With apostrophe, apostrophe, 69, lives. All right. That's good. Right? What do you think? Sure. Sure. Let's do it. All right. But it's also uh, known as 69 Libs. <laughs> okay. 69 Lives slash Lives, directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, my God. Oh, that – oh, my God. <laughs> I, would, I would watch that now. All right. Uh, Anything so else on 69 Lives? No. No. All right. Moving on Let's to move on. me. Moving on. Yeah, Moving let's on. let's get going. Circle it. Um, all right. So for me, for talent one, it will be number ten. Okay. Ryan, so so if it was somebody that's already been said, do we still do it? If no. If the if they as long as this slot hasn't been called, even if okay. this actor's been called for someone else's list. I just list, wanted to make sure because I also it's gonna be Scarjo. No, I also wrote down Helen Mirren. So oh, oh hell yeah. Okay. Uh, talent two. 26 talent to oh god helen mirren <laughs> helen mirren and jim belushi <laughs> uh, okay i wrote down only one one joke no two joke actors in all of this you guys wrote a lot of joke actors. Um, okay so for my setting number one world war ii <laughs> world war ii okay and my item or my wild card is number 16 cameron Oh, uh, that was time travel. Okay, so let me generate another one. Okay. Number 19. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Yep. Okay. Oh, that works. There that works. Tell me when my time goes. Are, are you ready to... Are, are you, sorry, let's, let's, I'm ready uh, to go. Oh, I know what I would do with this and one already. Go. This was World War II? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, after storming the beaches at Normandy... World War II soldier played by Jim Belushi has a bullet lodged in his leg and is taken to the local medical tent where his mother-in-law, Helen Mirren, is the nurse. However, upon his arrival, there are no available beds at that camp. I think I know where he's going. And they say that they want to leave him for dead. But Helen Mirren says no and you can so sleep in my bed she no jesus christ <laughs> so she builds a backpack to carry jim belushi <laughs> to the next available camp which is a half day's travel away up the beach from normandy um and has to get him there Within a day. It's a half day's travel, but also she's carrying Jim Belushi. So she has to get him there within a day or he dies. Um, I think that's it. I think I'm done. I don't okay. need, think I need to go yep. any further with this. Really right, so what's your, yeah, that was good. Uh, what's your I title? need a title here. Oh, man. Oof. You guys have anything? Mm. I mean, you want to... Walking through to... World War Two with you. No, that's terrible. <laughs> I think you want to incorporate. Oh, I got it. In your title, I okay, thought I thought that too, but I got it. 
Okay. Long walk on the beach. <laughs> That's it. Oh it works. Long walk on it's the Normandy. beach. All right, and long walk on long walk on the beach, as directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. I like this oh. movie. I like this movie a lot. I mean, this movie's great <laughs> if you replace Jim Belushi, Jim Belushi with somebody else. With somebody else. Yeah. Oh man, I like this movie. Bryce Dallas Howard, what a pull. <clears throat> I would just like to say I'm terrible at this. <laughs> well, my I also feel like shit. I also feel like my movies have been. This is gonna sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but like they haven't been very fun. Like, well, I don't know. Helen Mirren just carried Jim Belushi in a backpack. I wish I could redo mine, um, where Michael Sarah and Domna Hill Gleason are dead. Domna Hill, dead cat. Oh yeah, you missed a chance there. I buddy. missed a chance there. The only way to pay for one of their HIV medications is Love. to sell dead cats. Anyway, um, okay, I think I think we're done with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. a good one, Joel. Hey, who was Joel? Who directed your ScarJo movie again? Um, I wrote it. Down. Um, Cameron's got the notes. Uh, Patty Jenkins. Thank Patty you. Jenkins. I've had two female directors. Hell yeah, me. Yeah, wow. you're gonna get Catherine Bigelow for your last one. I forgot to put her in the list because I forgot oh. her name. Boo. There wow, is another female director. Much? There is another female director. I'm not gonna say their name though because Greta if they Gerwig. came up, it'd be because awesome. Because you don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, anyway, moving on to Ryan. Ryan, your drama film starring talent number one, which is number eight. That's Fuck. you. <laughs> I wrote down Rihanna. Oh, oh right. Her. She's a great actress, as proven in Battleship. Talent number two will be number 21. Have fun with Rihanna and James Cagney. Oh, we can do <laughs> dead people? Why not? Anyway, you tried to tell Cameron he couldn't use names. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Well, Rihanna and James Cagney's pretty awesome. God Your setting will be number two. We already did that one. Okay, setting will be number 16, that was, Cameron. That was the, yeah, that was the year three. The Amazon Rainforest. The Amazon Rainforest. Oh, I, I okay. I got and something And finally, here. your wild card is number 15, Cameron. Broken ribs. Broken ribs. All right, Ryan. Your minute to prepare your pitch begins now. Okay. Um, I think I got something already that I could work with here. See, I take um, forever, and then I still don't come up with anything. Good. So, have you guys ever seen the movie Romancing the Stone? No. No. Okay. So, this will be a whole new <laughs> Is it about thing somebody making love no. to the rock? This will be a whole new thing for you guys. For everybody listening at home, if you've seen Romancing the Stone, you might see where I'm going here. So, James Cagney. He is like a world traveler. Like think of like a think of like an Indiana Jones type. He travels the world looking for exotic exotic lands and artifacts, things like that. And when he goes into this town in the Amazon, he meets a woman. The woman is played by Rihanna. Um, she is going to be his escort through the jungle Ooh. on this trek. Oh, an escort looks, in the as jungle he's, nice. as he's looking for this like tomb that has, supposedly has like ancient artifacts that he wants to bring back uh, to America. In the jungle, they get chased by a tiger, and in as they're going through the trek, running away from the, the tiger, James Cagney gets hurt, and he breaks one of his ribs. So it's hard for him to carry on um, through the trek. But one thing that helps always helped good old Jimmy Cagney get through these tough times is he likes to sing, and he likes to sing to himself as he travels. But because of his broken rib, he can't sing. It causes him too much pain. What he finds out is that the person escorting him 
can sing to him and help him get through this trek. So this, my friend, turns into a musical adventure that we're doing for this drama. It is a musical drama spliced with a little bit of an adventure as they're trekking through with Rihanna just singing to James Cagney, trying to find this tomb. When they find the tomb, um, everybody goes home happy. He gets the artifacts. <laughs> Rihanna comes back with him. She becomes a world-famous singer in America due to her talent. And that's that's the end of the movie. I like that. I like that's fun. What's yeah. it called? Um, oh, I got one. Okay. Yeah. He broke his ribs. Yeah. Right. Just, Indiana yeah, just Indiana one. Bones. No, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Ribana singing in the rainforest. Oh. Yeah. yeah a... <laughs> All right, singing in the rainforest, as directed by Matt Reeves. Oh, oh shit. Okay. I I want to do this all night long. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Well, I mean, we're, we only got we one more round left. Going. I know. Yeah. I I mean, I'm down for a fourth round. I don't know. I don't know what we're time is we're like at right 50 now. 50 minutes right now. Oh, we can do six Let's more. Let's do rounds. one more and see where we're at. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um cool. Are we good there? Are we ready to move on to the the next genre? Yeah, so this well, time you'll go first and then me then Cam. Oh, well, we have to we have to decide which movie we Joe, like. Joe, you're really good oh, at right. this. Like no offense, Ryan, cuz you're be- I mean, you're good at it too. You're much better than me, but like both of Joel's movies, I want to see. Um, I will say I do want to see Rihanna sing to James Cagney in the Amazon. Um, so at this point, it really comes down to you, Ryan. Like, do you want to pick your movie or do you want to? Pick I think one of your ours? movie is almost entirely all the way there, but Jim Belushi is such a <laughs> terrible addition that I, I can't do it. I, I don't I think Jim I, Belushi makes it though. No, I don't think so. No, the I think, backpack. I think when you're breaks. thinking of it as a, as, I think when you're thinking of it as a drama and Jim Belushi, Jim Belushi's <laughs> involvement. I think it ruins it. I think you could buy Rihanna as a dramatic actor more so than a Jim Belushi. Yeah, maybe. I I would probably agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, so it's I, your call. So you you pick. I mean, I it. I, mean, I don't want to watch any of these. But <laughs> also think about thinking about the hilarity of of the poster here. Do we want to see Jim Belushi in a backpack? Do we want to see Rihanna carrying Jim's Cagney? Jim's Cagney. <laughs> James Cagney. You know what? Just pick which movie you like. <laughs> I I I. I would rather watch mine. <clears throat> I, I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with that. Um, so far, Cameron, uh, you got to step it up, bud. Yeah, mine are really bad. Up. I hope everyone knows that I don't think that mine are good. You have, like, the <laughs> best, like, ta- the most talented people in your movies. <laughs> this is but... this is karma for him trying to screw us over. It's true. You deserve okay, it. Okay, well, yeah. All right. Let's best go to our next genre here. Yeah, what do we got? Which is going to be... Romance. Here's where Cameron's gonna shine. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby! Right. And you get to, or I'm going first, right? Yeah, you're go- it's I'm you going first this time. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cameron's gonna close romance out for us. Yep. Perfect. Just like he, just like he can never close I, it out in real life. I knew that you were gonna go there. Oh man. Wow. Poor guy. Is he still here? Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh. All right, here we go. Um. Talent number one. Number fourteen. Are you? I can't believe this. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> I I almost put Jonah Hill down. I like that. Okay. Uh, talent number two. Number twenty. That's also Cameron. That's also Cameron. Oh, that's me, Carrie Coon. Uh, his girl. <laughs> gotta gotta look that up because I have no clue who that is. <laughs> it's, um, how, how do you spell that? Uh, Carrie is C A R R. Oh, I found her. I found her. I found her. There you go. I literally have no clue who this is. So <laughs> that'll be fun. 
even looking right. at her IMDb. Uh, my setting will be number 26. T- 2019 Burbank. <laughs> and my wild card is number one. Did we get that already? Yeah, we did that already. Yeah. Wild card one. Okay, so wild card will be number 18. Why did you and I even make lists? An abandoned bungalow. An abandoned bungalow? An, ab- an abandoned bungalow in <laughs> yeah, 2019. That's, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. <laughs> bungalow. Awesome. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> okay. Tell me when my timer's going. Okay. And go. Okay. I'm going to take a quick moment of silence here to try and figure this out because I'm going to work <laughs> this one out really quick. Uh, so you guys chat amongst yourselves. I. See, I, I, I I'm trying to figure there. out how you got bungalow from the word bungalow. I well, I spelled it with two. I'm ready. Instead of uh, okay, I'm ready. Easy. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do it. Um. So in 2019, Burbank, on the Warner Brothers lot, okay, a washed-up film executive hires a German screenwriter, played by Carrie Coon, to come and write a film. She or well, she already has the film, okay. But it's all in German, and it needs to be translated to English. So he hires the only American screenwriter that he knows that has somewhat studied German, which is played by Jonah Hill, who t- studied abroad for a year in Germany when he was in college. He places them in an abandoned bungalow. Bungalow, Jesus Christ, bungalow. <laughs> In the farthest corner of the Warner Brothers lot <laughs> that nobody has ever up. worked at before. Keep going. And he yeah, has them, them work together. He locks them in this bungalow until they can translate this script and hopefully turn it into an Academy Award winning film. Um, and they fall in love while writing this script together. And the love is between two languages. She only speaks German, and Jonah Hill only speaks English and some German. Okay? okay. And that's that's my pitch. Okay. Um, I need to come up with a title for this. Lost in Translation. Great one. We can't use it, but yeah. <laughs> what if it was L-A-S-T, like lost in translation? <laughs> Is that the L and the A are capitalized? Um, I think the poster should just be a picture of Cameron's Burbank t-shirt. <laughs> I was hoping he would get this. I should have placed this at like somewhere else, like the freaking uh, what's that Mexican? You're restaurant? hoping I would get 2019 Burbank? Yeah. Why? It's your you romanticize place. it. I love Burbank. Yeah. It's my um, Doss Warner. I want to live in Burbank. I so I got it. Way. Nope, I got the okay. title. Okay. Bungalow. Oh my god. Yeah, that's Bungalow. All right, Bungalow, as directed by. Will I continue the streak here? Okay, it said Bryce Dallas Howard again. I'm going to go with someone else. Bungalow, as directed by... <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Oh, my God. Oh Jesus my God. Christ. She's actually a World War II spy. <laughs> She's a Nazi spy. This is a terrible Christopher Nolan movie. This is a really Most bad... Gr- well, I don't know. He did well with Dunkirk. Ryan, hang up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're next. Yeah, give it to me. I hope we can start picking some of your in my list. Yeah. Um, talent number one for you is number 13. Jesus Christ. Uh, we Has that been that picked? Okay. Number 13. What? 
Okay, number 25. <laughs> this is not BS, and I'm going to show you guys to prove it. Okay. Number 25. Why don't you read what that says there? Is that me? Ryan O'Connor. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Talent number two. 19. Oh, my God. Do we use that already? Uh, Jay Leno. <laughs> Jay <laughs> A romance movie. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan O'Connor and Jay Leno with your setting being number 27. Taco Bell in 2003. Okay. And finally, your wild card, number two. I think we did he Oh, do there's that? a dog in the movie. Okay. Perfect. Ryan, your timer starts now. All right, okay. this is a hard one. Title, okay. Must Love Dogs. Yeah. Moss Love Dogs. Oh, Let's live Moss. It's another German. Oh, oh! No, Moss. Moss Love Dogs. Or we're doing the title first, so. Um, okay, so I think I got something here. So, if you're already pitching, I'm just going to stop the timer. Yeah, I'm going to pitch it. Um, so what we have here is a guy... He works at Taco Bell. Let's say he's played by me. He works at Taco Bell. This is really believable. A beautiful woman comes in to the Taco Bell. You know, and he's he's a down on his luck guy. He's working at Taco Bell, just working the register. He he just really doesn't think he would ever have a chance with a woman like this. And he but doesn't. he decides to work up the courage and he's gonna start talking to her because as they're working the register, she's very friendly, very nice. Um, and she mentions that she loves dogs. So what happens though is he finds out that she is actually in a relationship with an elderly gentleman with a robust chin let's call him jay leno um, so he decides that oh you know what i'm gonna still try and win win her affection and how i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go to the dog shelter and go get a dog and just try and find ways to bring the dog around so that try and spark up a little connection between the two of them through the dog so he goes to the shelter and he sees a lot of like really nice, well-bred dogs out there. Well but he sees this, like, why are you laughing at well-bred? That's a that's a, that's a that's a thing. Like the dogs. breeding went well. <laughs> it's like they're like, like they're not like <laughs> dogs. You don't they're understand. Top-notch dogs. I don't even think Cameron knows what breeding actually is in terms of animals. So. Um, anyway. Okay. Uh, I feel like that was a joke at my sexual prowess. I don't know. No. Like <laughs> no. Uh, well, now you're talking during my pitches, which is something you said that I did during yours, which is very rude. But anyway. I'm going to fire um, both of you. So he picks out this dog that is just like kind of way in the back, not getting any attention. It's one of those dogs like nobody ever picks that dog. It's been there for a long time. And he brings the dog around. And the dog is actually just like very shy, very timid all the time. Even when he tries to bring the dog to meet the woman, it doesn't work. It's not, the dog's not really doing what he thought it would do in terms of sparking a connection between the two of them. But he keeps trying and as he's trying, what's really happening is that he's becoming closer with the dog. So the dog is actually turning into like, a, like they're becoming close friends. Um, and you just go through just like it's almost like a montage going forward next of like the dog and him just really becoming close and then he's he's at sees the end the, you bang the dog no he sees <laughs> no he sees the woman one last time doggy style across the street and she comes over and tells him you know i i've really enjoyed getting to know you all these times so you brought your dog over 
um, I want to, you know, maybe we could go out sometime. And he's confused because he thinks the elderly gentleman is in the picture, but turns out that he is in jail for tax evasion. So, so he's out of the picture. We don't care about him. I thought you were going to um, say he died. So the, the guy is all really excited now. He's got a chance. In the meantime, as he's all excited, he's lost track of the dog. Oh, no. And you hear a crashing noise in the background. And they both turn around, the guy and the woman, and the dog has been hit by a car. So it does. the dog does do the job of bringing the guy and the woman closer together, but he loses the dog in the process. Damn. This, sounds, like, say, this sounds more like a Cameron pitch, honestly. So I have to say, I was really, really looking forward to the... Um, the potential of a of a, of a human a, dog relationship no i was gonna say a, a scene with uh ryan and jay leno oh uh, yes but um i was also hoping you were gonna i never it. said that i had to have a romance no it's true leno, so. no i didn't but i i was really hoping for that um, i'm jealous i actually really wanted to pitch on this because so. i think it'd be fun to have like you playing a guy kind of like you were saying who's trying to get the attention of a girl so he brings out the Taco Bell dog, who's his friend, voiced by Jay Leno. <laughs> okay, that's that, not a that's if that was a comedy, yeah, that would work. But no, that could be a rom. It's a rom com. Rom com. Yeah. Um, all right, and what's your title for the? Oh, you said that at the beginning. That is an insane title, by the way. Moss Love Dogs. Thank you. A little accent yeah, over the really A. Good. Phenomenal work there. Moss Love Dogs, ladies and gentlemen, coming to a theater near you, as directed by George Lucas. <laughs> Oh man, Cameron. Yeah. This is your wheelhouse, my friend. So, try. I also would like to apologize to Ryan because he's right. I did talk during his his thing after I told him not to talk during mine. So, he's right. Cameron, try and put something together here. Okay. Okay. Talent number one will be number six. Ryan. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Oh yeah. Talent number two is number seven. Ryan. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. All right. Oh, God. Cameron's going to have too much fun with this. <laughs> um, your setting is number 18. Oh. Let's see. Did we do that? Uh, that was Ryan's apartment. Okay. So your Damn, new setting Ryan. is number 16. <laughs> really Did we do that one? one? 16? Yeah, that's yes. the Amazon Rainforest. Okay. New that one. Great number three. Yeah. I know. That's what <laughs> saying, right? Uh, a boat lost at sea. A boat, oh, a, boat slot, a, boat, a boat lost at sea. And finally, your wild card is number eight. We already did that one. That was the no-name one. Okay, number wild, another wild card. Number 23, Guy Fieri's hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? All right. Your minute, to start, or your minute to work on your pitch starts now. Once you start pitching, I'll stop the clock. All right, go for it. <clears throat> Emily Blunt and Margot Robbie are attempting to do what no man nor woman has ever done before, and that is circumnavigate the globe on a sailboat. No electricity, no gas, no everything. It's going really well to start off. Um, <clears throat> they are... It's going really well to start off. They're halfway around the world, but when they're in around the um, 
the bottom of South America, they get caught up in this massive storm. And <clears throat> unfortunately, Margot Robbie slips and hits her head. The next day, she wakes up and she doesn't know where she's at. All she knows is it's Emily Blunt's character and her and she doesn't remember how to sail she doesn't remember how to do anything so Emily Blunt is having to um, finish sailing and they're in the middle of the sea um, try to get the boat to land trying to find land while also having the nurse Margot Robbie back to health well you see the thing is is that Emily Blunt has always had a crush on Margot Robbie but Margot Robbie has never you know been into women well she doesn't know any different any <laughs> anymore because she forgets everything so as emily blunt is nursing her back to health margot robbie starts falling in love with her a little bit and um emily and they fall in love and fall and they they keep getting closer and closer and they eventually fall in love emily blunt's like i love you margot robbie's like i i i love you too if i even know what love is because you know she lost most of her memory. Well, um, <clears throat> one day, they're, con I mean, because they're continuing on their boat journey. They're trying, because they're trying to get, uh, they're trying to get connection to the outside world. There's a radio, and um, <clears throat> there's a radio, and they finally connect to something. And they're, and Emily Blunt's like, Margot, Margot, or whatever her character's name is, come here, I think we got something. And they, they, they turn it on. They go, I think I got connection with the outside world. And it's, hey, folks, I'm Guy Fieri. This is Diners, <laughs> Drive-Ins, and Dives. And Margot Robbie remembers everything because that was her favorite show when she was back on land. And it all comes back and she realizes, wait, I'm not in love with Emily Blunt. I'm in love with a chef in Sacramento. And that's the end of the movie. He's from San Jose. Well, it's not. It, he's she's not in love with Guy Fieri. Oh, anyway, um, that's also not, that's I not would the like the movie. Actually, I would like to say okay. That's well, not I was the end of say... the movie. Is they <clears throat> now? Uh, well, uh, they eventually get to land, and Emily Blunt is sad of what she gained and then lost. Okay, that was great, and I loved the addition of Guy Fieri. But the item was specifically his hair. Okay, well, she you heard his hair. It. She heard his hair. Okay, it's a te maybe they had a little te <laughs> they, yeah they had like a little television. See, this thing is instead. see this is ridiculous. You get like fucking layups in this. You get great <laughs> talent every time you get to pitch, and you lay eggs every time. What? This was an excellent every story. You Cameron, basically you said she you fell and hit her head. In order, she yeah. should have had to get surgery where they have to shave her head, and then the only hair they're able to put back on her is Guy Fieri's. And Emily Blunt still loves her anyway, even though she is Guy oh Fieri's hair. In fact, I, she let me, loves and, her and I the think movie's, this is an excellent story. And the movie's called Blunt Force Trauma. <laughs> I think this is an excellent good. movie. I'm sorry. It was it was decent. It was probably your best it was one your, so It far. was your best one. Uh, yes, yeah. it was the best one so far, but that wasn't hard because the other ones um, have been terrible. Neither were you. Um, so what? are we going to do your director now? He are you done? To, he, is that actually the title? The well, what's, Force your, Lover, what's your... Blunt force, blunt, uh, blunt colon force trauma. Uh, oh, force trauma. That's right. Or blunt parentheses force trauma. Uh, I don't know. What's your see. What's your title? Uh, 
blunt, blunt force drama. I like it. Blunt force drama. Okay. I like it, yeah. I think it's Blunt good. force drama as directed by... We already did that. Matt Reeves. Blunt force trauma as directed by... <laughs> do I say this name correctly or do I say it how Cameron would? You no, guessed it, it, ladies it, and gentlemen. It it's Ava Duvernay. Du- <laughs> it's Ava Duvernay directing Blunt Force Trauma. This is an excellent movie. I would watch it. Again, everything about this movie is A plus other than the writer. <laughs> I thought this was a really good pitch uh, until the very end, honestly. Yeah, your third act. Because I didn't have the... Yeah, I didn't have the uh, guy. Fieri. I, I think, I think Honestly, if the, even the if you take the guy Fury element out of this movie, it's a pretty solid movie. <clears throat> well, thank you. Yeah, I like. I know we're not voting yet, but I would pick his pitch. And your George Joel's was really good too, but I would pick Cameron's. I'm honestly probably gonna pick Cameron's as well. Yes. And Finally. I actually, I actually disagree because I actually really liked the guy. I liked the way you implemented Guy Fieri. <laughs> thank so. you. Thank you. Um, what's our no, time? I, like, I'm he, honestly. He, he, he implemented Guy Fieri really well. I think this is like legitimately like a good premise of a movie until he's Im- implemented in it. Like for the pitch that we're right, you're doing, saying it should be great. something else. Yes, like uh, if this was like right. a real pitch, like it was a good one until it should be like a song yeah, yeah, instead, yeah, yeah. a That's song by Camila Cabello. <laughs> um, I'm down to do one more. Yeah, of course. What time. do you guys think? I can't wait to. What's get, our time at? I'm gonna get like Kanye West as my actor. <laughs> we're at seventy minutes. <laughs> It's only an hour ten. I'd be down to do two more. We'll yeah, see. That's fine. Anyway. All right. So here we go again. We'll go back from the top. So Ryan, you're going to be going first here. Our next genre is, all right, kids movie. Oh, yeah. This is, be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun here. All right. Are we ready to start casting this baby? Ryan, talent number one. Hold on. Is going to be? I'm writing it all down. I'm writing it on my notes. Yeah, I'm ready. Number... Twenty-seven, Marissa Tomei. Okay. Talent number two, number seventeen, Cameron. Uh, we already did that. It was Taylor Lautner. Okay, number two. Did we do that already? No, that's mine. Samuel L. Jackson. All right, Marissa Tomei, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> two. Sam MC. Jackson in a kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your setting will be you number twelve, Cameron. A sock drawer. A sock drawer. Okay. The setting is a drawer. <laughs> and so I, I do the thing with the no names, and you guys are like, that's bullshit. Cameron's like, your whole movie takes place in a drawer. Hey, at least it's <laughs> a kid's movie. Come on. Yeah, there's lots of ways you could go with this. And finally, your wild card is number five. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> All right. I love this so much. Oh, there's a route you. Oh, it writes itself. Yeah, you go with this. Here we go. Ready, and your timer starts now. Okay. Um, I think I have something. I just need a second to to think it through. Oh my god, this is so much fun. I have an idea for how we can do this again in the future. Okay. Okay. I think I I think I can roll with something. Go for it. Do it. So. This is going to be a hybrid live action animation film. Mm-hmm. Where. The entire and it's almost like does it have to be a feature length film? Because like kids movies are generally fairly short. Yeah, do whatever you want. Okay, so this movie because I, I can't do a two hour movie in a sock drawer. It's like not <laughs> movies possible. shouldn't be two hours anyway. Right? So. But um, Ooh. but anyway, so Sam, there's two socks. There's and they're both left socks. 
So like they, they never get paired together, but because in the drawer, just like how, like they have things set up, the two left socks are next to each other. Um, the socks are, they do not have voices. They don't speak in the entire movie, but the parents, this is of this house with kids in it. This is their sock drawer. And the parents are voiced by Marissa Tomei and Sam Jackson. Now, this time period that we are setting this in is Christmas. And they have one child. And there's one gift that the child really wanted. And it was like, it's a young kid. He wanted this really cool race car. They get the race car very early on in the holiday season. And they decide to hide it in their sock drawer. But because they just want to make sure that nothing goes wrong, every day they open the sock drawer to make sure that either the kid didn't find it or that it's still there ready for Christmas. So every time we open the sock drawer, we can hear dialogue from the parents' voiceovers talking. And the socks are, like, reacting to what they're saying. It's almost like at times they'll – like, there's almost like a Toy Story element where they can move around when the drawer is closed – so like they'll like they know that this toy is very important to the family, so they'll like wrap it around it. They'll make sure that like it's taken care of because the toy is has like it's alive as well. It's like the animate, inanimate object thing. They are alive mm-hmm. in this setting, so they're there to make sure that everything is the toy is well taken care of, setting up to Christmas. So we're just going through the beats of like a daily family lifestyle there's fun elements you know they're talking about all the great surprises of like christmas past the parents are talking about their own christmases when they were a kid but like every time the drawer opens it's like a little short story that we're hearing from the vo of the parents perspectives the mom and the dad telling these stories about christmas pasts in their lives so we finally get to christmas day and the socks are all excited the toy the toy is very excited it's going to go down to christmas and the kid is very happy to get the toy car. They open it in the bedroom, so the sock drawer is open, and they're just very happily listening to the cheers of the kid getting the toy that they want. And they just feel very validated that they were able to make sure that this toy could stay safe in time for the holidays, and that's the end of the movie. Wow, I might cry. That's for sure a movie that makes me cry. I have to say, I really like what you did with the sock drawer. That's a really interesting Yeah, I think I think that's your best pitch. <clears throat> So far. I, well, it's the best I had to work with too. Yeah. So. Um, really, well, like a sock one. drawer was the best you had to work. I with? made it work. Yeah. I I really like the. It's it's the, mean, one of the situations where is, a challenge forces you to be creative. Yeah. Gimmick is often seen seen as like a negative thing, but like I yeah I like the gimmick of and the storytelling technique that we can we only find out more every time the sock drawer is open. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting. Thank you, thank you. I'm very. Do you have a title? <clears throat> Um, uh, if not, I got one. I, I love your titles. I know yeah. you're the title guy. So. Uh, stocking stuffers. See, I yeah. was thinking that this one would so definitely stocking go the stuffers? stocking side. Maybe I was pun- I was gonna say perfect parent, spelled P A I R. Um, but I like going with the stocking route. We could do stocking stuffers. Stocking yeah. stuffers. I I thought that this one was going to be about stockings, because it was oh, a sock. I could have done that. But I I, I really like the route that you took it. That was all great. right. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with stocking stuffers because it's a kid's movie i don't want it i don't want the title to be confusing for kids so <laughs> okay stocking stuffers as directed by bryce tells howard keeps coming up stocking stuffers as directed by bda should be great for this <laughs> oh movie, right so. are you ready for this ryan paul thomas yeah. anderson adam mckay okay i can work with that i'll get him on okay. the phone call his call his people <clears throat> cameron are you ready for your kids movie all right i met him at a coffee shop once 
here we go. Here comes a bunch of just Cameron's list. All right, talent number one, number 14. Here we go. We already did it. It was Jonah Hill. Okay, number seven. Simon Pegg. Simon oh, Pegg. Christ. Talent two, number nine. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. You're setting number 25, Legoland. Okay. What? This <laughs> like isn't the, the fair. Park? Yeah. And you finally, wild your wild card, number 22, A Fast Pass for Space Mountain. Are you kidding me? This I movie writes itself. Yeah, this is easy. This is another yeah. one that... <laughs> this is easy. Cameron, your time starts now. Are you upset that he got a good, like, <laughs> yeah. good setup? You get the you Legoland and the Fast Pass for... Oh, man. I already know right where I went with that, so I'm curious to see what he says. Are you okay over there? I know. Yeah, I'm thinking. You got a migraine? Okay. <clears throat> Go Simon it. Pegg and Tessa Thompson live a normal life. They wake up every day. They good start. have coffee in the morning. They go to work. They say hi to their neighbors. Everything is awesome because oh, boo. they're actually oh. Lego people. And not only are they Lego people, but they are Lego pe people living at the place that every Lego wants to live. They're living at Legoland. <laughs> Everyone comes by every day to see them, wave at them. They love being the center of attention. But one day, this kid walks by them and says, Mom, why are we here? I want to be at Disneyland. What? What is Disneyland? Simon Pegg and Tessa Thompson. What is this thing they've never heard of? So they they jump out of their <clears throat> they jump out of their Lego Land world and they follow this kid and they hear about this magical world called Disneyland. Well, as the kid and their mom are walking, the kid's throwing a little fuss and they drop something. It's this piece of paper and it says Space Mountain. Simon Pegg and Tessa Thompson's Legos, they look at each other and go, what? There's this thing where you can go around and around and around in darkness. And you can ride it? I want to go there. So now, <laughs> so now, Tessa Thompson and Simon Pegg, they try to make their way from San Diego to Disneyland. And the whole adventure is... Well, the whole movie is their adventure from San Diego to Disneyland with the goal of riding Space Mountain. And so it's about the hijinks of Legos trying to find their way and all the different adventures they get on. And that was my movie. So you're telling me these two Lego bricks looked at a fast pass and then knew it was a roller coaster? Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. a kid's movie. It doesn't need logic. I thought you were going to say, like, they were like, what's this Space Mountain? We have to get there, like, type thing. Well, yeah. It's like a road trip movie. Now. Race they to Space to, like, Mountain. Rides. Yeah, it's a road trip movie. Well, you can't, I, just, no, you can't I say think, that because I said it. No, but that's literally that. what I said. I think that was, there was pitch. I think this is similar to your last pitch where it was, like, the first two-thirds I was, like, all in. And then you lost me. 
Oh, I disagree. It could still be good. It could still be what good. What do you though. mean? It's about them trying to get to Disneyland. Yeah, that's that part's fine. I think I just don't but like they want the. To, they want to ride Space Mountain. I don't understand how they know what Space Mountain is by looking oh, at so a fast you, pass. So you're saying they look, they so look you're it up saying on the they Lego think computer? Space Mountain is like this place? Maybe, yeah. I think that's a better idea. What yours so or like mine? Yours <laughs> is that like they don't know that it's a roller coaster. Right. They think it's like this world, and they get there and they find out it's just a roller coaster and they're disappointed. Okay, I have a title for this one that I think Cameron will like. Yeah, I'm ready. So it stars Simon Pegg? Yeah. Pegoland. No, that's terrible. (laughs) This Um, is a kid's movie, Joe. Yeah, we can't Um, do that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't actually have a title for this Um, one. Lands of the Lost? Legoland, Disneyland? mm -hmm. Um, You killed me when you said everything is awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it bricks in space. No, I, I bricks like bricks in space. I'm saying Lego to Disney. Just call it brick, and it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What's the title, Cameron? What do you want to go with? Lego to Disney. Lego, Lego to, to Disney, Disney as directed oh. by. Okay, it's Patty Jenkins. Lego did Lego to Disney as directed by Ava DuVernay. Lego to Disney as directed by. Oh, I hate you, Steven Spielberg. Wow. See, this is an excellent movie. This checks out. This is this is kind of what he's been doing lately. It's true. Very Ready Player One vibes too. Yes. All right. Let's see what I got to work with here. I think this should be the last one. I think this is the last one. Yeah. Okay. My movies so, got better. Talent one will be number seven. Did we do that already? Yeah, it was nope. Simon Pegg. Oh yeah. Okay, talent one is number one. We've did that already, right? No. Nope. Nope. I got that one. Uh, for talent one, right? Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Hell yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, talent one. Talent two is number 25. Evan Rachel Wood. Wow. Okay. Damn. This is a loaded kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, setting. We already know this is Pixar now with that cast. Number nine. Oh. Um, for setting. Space. 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 Okay. Anywhere in space. And tal or and wild card is number six. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Jack Sparrow is your third character. Jack Sparrow. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, start my minute. I'm gonna need to think on this one. Yeah. This is hard. A pirate in space. Interesting. All right. I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready. The world's number one film producer, played by Evan Rachel Wood, takes over the helm at Disney Pictures for their next live-action box office hit, which will be Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Right? 6? That's the one they'd be on next? Correct. Pirates of the Caribbean 6. However, Johnny Depp, no longer able to play the role of Captain Jack Sparrow, she hires Academy Award-winning actor Joaquin Phoenix, who's playing himself here in this role, to play Jack Sparrow. Now, Joaquin Phoenix is a very, very, very... um, Oh, my God, what's the term for it? I can't think of it. Like, what's his name? Oh, my God. No. (laughs) He is a very... Like, what the hell is his name? The guy who played Lincoln? The guy from freaking... Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, method. Okay, he's very he's method. Uh, what's his name? He's very method. Joaquin Phoenix very method. 
So he said he goes into this character of Captain Jack Sparrow and he says, "Well, what would be the most pirate thing to do? Just steal the best ship. I want to steal a space shuttle." And so, the entire movie is them going into space and directing this movie about Captain Jack Sparrow in space stealing a spaceship. But it has to be rated G. So it's a kid's movie. I couldn't figure out how to make this kid's movie. Yeah, I was going to say this. Uh, that's a tough cast for a kid's movie. Uh, that was very hard. If I had had them for something else. Um, yeah, honestly, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm I'm bummed because that's such a loaded cast, and I had no idea where to go with this. The Jack Sparrow threw it off. It did. The Jack Sparrow. Because I was originally – I guess I still could have done it. I was originally going to make it a Buzz Lightyear movie and have Joaquin Phoenix playing Buzz Lightyear. That would have been fun. it was going to be animated. They're already doing that, though. With they Chris are Evans. with Chris Evans. Mm. But anyway, that's... What's the title for your... Um, walking on the Moon. Oh, okay. Is it Walking or Joaquin? Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. Okay. Why are you shaking your head, Cameron? Because I think it's good. Joaquin on the Moon as directed by Barry Jenkins. I like oh, okay. that. I like that. I like that director draw. Everything about that movie was great other than the Jack Sparrow and the pitch. <laughs> that was my easily my worst one. That's okay. I th- See, I feel like mine were terrible to start off and then got better. We were just the opposite. Yeah. That, oh, man, that makes me so mad. Joaquin Phoenix and Evan Rachel Wood. I would watch any movie with both of them. I would watch any movie with either of them. Anyway. All right. Um, well, that rounds things. In, in that round. Yeah, I was going to say, that rounds things out for this round, so I'm going to say, Ryan, honestly, I really liked your sock thing. Thank you. I I, I think that's the one for me. Cameron, yours was close. It's too IP-based. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, Ryan, I like yours. I feel I, I would probably, if your movie and my movie were at the movie theater, I would go see my movie instead of yours. But... I do like yours. It also feels cheap Cameron, to vote for myself. Yeah, Cameron always likes to vote for himself. So no, that's not true. Yes, you do. It's okay. We all we all. I, I we all like think my about movie. I think it, I think it's I think it's could be fun. I don't like your movie. No, like I don't want to be disrespectful. Wow. I don't like that premise. <laughs> you don't. I really don't. No. You don't think it's interesting that two Legos are trying to go to Disneyland? Not really, honestly. No. I it think does, of all the it does Lego- check out. I think of all the Lego-based movies that have come out, this would be the worst one. And that's worse than Lego Ninjago, which I didn't even see. I thought it was terrible. So that's a a massive insult. That actually hurts my feelings. For that reason alone, I'm I'm choosing my movie. He's like, and for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I actually really like the pitch that I came up with for mine. Well, I'm glad you liked it. I liked mine too, so. So as expected, Ryan takes two out of three. Or two out of four. And then Cameron and I each got one. Yeah. I don't know how I did that because some of the some of the stuff I had to work with was really tough. Um, but yeah, that'll round things out. So before, so to kind of round things out here for the whole thing, do we want to start with us reading through our whole lists? Yeah, let's do that. Or do we want to go into our favorites overall type thing? I think I think we should pick one thing from each of our lists that didn't get picked that we liked. I don't think we should we do liked. the whole list. I think okay. we should just do one each. Like I I disagree. I'd rather read the whole list. We, we, we can easily to go through. That's not that hard. It's it's 30 things to go through for each one. It's not like you're going to like okay. sit on them and talk about them. You just read it off. Okay, go ahead. 
So the, the way I'm thinking is we'll just go we'll go row by row. So we'll go one through ten. We'll literally go in order. So Ryan, you'll read your ten for talent. Cameron, your ten, my ten, and we'll go Inc- to the next one. Am I including the ones that got picked? Yeah, just read off the whole list. Okay. All right. Uh, so talent one was Joaquin Phoenix, Kate Blanchett, Dwayne Johnson, Saoirse Ronan, James McAvoy, Emily Blunt, Simon Pegg, Rihanna, Harrison Ford, and Helen Mirren. Cameron. All right. Uh, Miley Cyrus, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mia Caballo, Jonah Hill, Steve Buscemi, Zendaya, Hunter Schaefer, Tom Holland, Jay Leno, and Rebecca Black. I had Michael Sarah, (laughs) Michael Sarah, Timothy Oliphant, Scarlett Johansson, Emma Stone, Ryan O'Connor, Laura Dern, Marissa Tomei, Lakeith Stanfield, Tim Roth, and Helen Mirren. For talent two, Ryan. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Samuel L. Jackson, Regina King, Donald Glover, Alicia Vikander, Gary Busey, Margot Robbie, Keanu Reeves, Tessa Thompson, Jack Black. Cam? Uh, The Rock, Amy Schumer, Adam Driver, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Emma Stone, Taylor Lautner, Taylor Swift, Domna Hill Gleason, (laughs) and Carrie Coon. Domna. James Cagney, Olivia Newton-John. Brendan Fraser, Matthew Lillard, Evan Rachel Wood, Jim Belushi, <clears throat> Jennifer Connolly, Derek McCabe, Halle Berry, and Belita Moreno. All right. So setting time period, I had World War II, the year 3000, a boat lost at sea, medieval times, Boston, Massachusetts, Disney World, the 1980s, a car, space, and the time travel value pack. See, I really wish I got a medieval times because I would have chosen the restaurant. The restaurant. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I, I wish somebody picked a car because okay. like your whole movie takes just place do in a lock. Car. Just do <clears throat> lock. Yeah, just right. one car. 1869 Alabama. <laughs> a sock drawer, an igloo, Paris, 300 BC, an Amazon rainforest, an Amazon packaging plant, Ryan's apartment. <laughs> The bunker Hitler killed himself in in America. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. My God. I had futuristic Antarctica, modern day LA, Depression era New York, the International Space Station, Legoland, 2019 Burbank, a 2003 Taco Bell, Chernobyl, the headquarters of Nintendo, and prison. <laughs> um, and then the wild cards. Okay, this would be interesting. So I had uh, one of the actors dies in the first scene, a dog. The movie is animated. A Muppet movie. Christmas. Jack Sparrow's third character. A musical pitch. I would have made you sing your pitch. So. Oh, wow. Um, the no-name one. Nine. I know we did directors, but number nine was it has to be directed by Michael Bay. Oh, um, Michael Bay was one of the options. <laughs> yeah, I figured I'll read through that there. list as well. Um, and then Based on a True Story was my last one. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I had a bikini. Uh, rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> a possessed ukulele, a samurai sword, broken ribs, time travel, a dead cat, an abandoned bungalow, um, a mother-in-law, and an aardvark. <laughs> I like this. Um, I had the cure for athlete's foot, a fast pass for Is Space boom, Mountain. Is it tough actin' to actin'? <laughs> yeah. A fast pass for Space Mountain, Guy Fieri's hair, a meeting with Fran Drescher, scalloped potatoes... <laughs> A VHS copy of Rugrats in Paris, a signed photo of Michelle Rodriguez, lefty scissors, a Ricky Lede baseball card, and nice. Wii Sports. You think this is funny? 
the Rugrats are stuck in Paris and you think this is funny? <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> um, okay. Now, I want to pitch something now. I thought you were going to do the, the, um, the director's. Oh yeah, let me read the directors. 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 Let me read the, let me read the directors. Okay, Steven Spielberg, Todd Phillips, Michael Bay. This was the one I was hoping would get picked because she came up already. Regina King, uh, Ava DuVernay, Taika Waititi, Christopher Nolan, Greta Gerwig, Noah Baumbach, Yorgos Lanthimos, Martin Scorsese, Patty Jenkins, Bryce Dallas Howard, Spike Lee, George Lucas, Damien Chazelle, David Fincher, Adam McKay, Barry Jenkins, and Matt Reeves. Are we? I think for when we do this again, the director pool should stay the same, but add more names to it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But I like um, I like the director pool. So, um, fun. okay, so like really quick, did we want to do a uh, best, best overall? overall? Sure. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Um, what are we voting in terms of of like the one we would want to see the most, or what we genuinely think was the best movie? The best pitch, probably. Cameron, do you want to read us back the notes or no? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. You could just like just say what okay. it was and it'll remind so us, I think. Ryan had the um so this is action. So Ryan had the movie with Camilla Cabello, uh with Taylor like, Lautner. It was like mm-hmm. the karaoke movie. Yeah, yeah, karaoke microphone. I had the Helen Mirren with no names, no one gives never forgot. That one still confuses me. <laughs> yeah, it's confused me too. Uh the Scarlet Joe, uh Scarlett Johansson, Amy Schumer, uh um, The Train one. The train one. Uh, then we have dramas. There's me and the dead cat, uh, the gold cat, dead cat. Uh, mm-hmm. Joel with the World the backpacking Jim Belushi. <laughs> yep. There is. Um, oh shit! I went the wrong way. Oops, I'm good. Um, Ryan with Rihanna and James Cagney. Mm-hmm. Singing in the Amazon singing rainforest. In the, singing in the rainforest. Yeah. Uh, now we have romance. Uh, Joel with um, the uh, the um. Bungalow. The, the bungalow. Um, <laughs> the abandoned bungalow. The writing one. Yep. Yes. Ryan with uh, the Taco Bell dog. Um, <laughs> and then there's bitch. me with the, the one that Cameron ruined. <laughs> what was that, Cam? The pitch that Cameron ruined my Taco Bell. Oh, uh, the Taco Bell taco. <laughs> um, Moss Love Dogs. That would have been my best one for sure. No, well, I'm just fucking kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, that one was uh, sunk at the start. There was the lesbian one with uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, boy. Okay. It was a lesbian one. Almost took place in Ryan's apartment. Yeah, that would have been very different. Uh, it would have been very disheartening <laughs> on my part. <laughs> well, no, Ryan, you would have been in it too. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that one was actually the porno. Um, Jesus. <laughs> uh, kids movie, Ryan's sock movie, my Lego movie. Well, it's not my sock. <laughs> that's not all crusty oh gross that's not where i was going with that uh and then joel's joaquin phoenix um walking on the moon yeah so that's our um okay this is tough i genuinely of all those movies would probably want to watch my red line one the most but i think if i'm i feel weird picking my own movie so i think i'm gonna pick ryan's sock movie Mm. Ryan's in his head like, yeah, I'm going to pick my sock movie too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know you. I see it in your face as soon as I, I said that. that. Really I, as good. soon as I said that, little corners of your mouth went up. <laughs> I thought that pitch was really good. I was proud of myself. See, uh, the one Joel, the Red Line movie, is the one I would choose. Really? I think it sounds like the best movie. I don't even think that's the best movie Joel pitched. You liked the Helen Mirren Jim Belushi one, didn't you? No, I thought the. I, I like that the, one too. I actually thought the. 
the Joe, Jonah Hill Carrie Coon one is the most oh. captivating film. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think if you had a different throwaway one. No, I think if you have a different I think if you have a different director, I think it's much. Uh, not who did I have, Chris, did I have not, directing that one? It was oh, Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. yeah, it's just not his style of film. Well, he didn't choose the director, so it's not. No, his but I'm I'm just saying. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I don't like. I mean, I don't like that. Scarjo, Amy Schumer one. Maybe oh, it's just because maybe it's just because it. I don't like Amy Schumer. Well, she's they, dead. Oh, so she also, dies. Also, Patty <laughs> Jenkins is. You know, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this. I don't think she's that good of a director. So. Well, I mean, we have a very limited stock of. I don't think what she's done has been that good. So. Um, I would just like to say I'm I'm going with Joelle, and then my second movie, would, well, I really like my Emily Blunt movie. I'm just gonna say it. I do. It was probably your best one. Good. It was your best pitch, yeah. Now, the Guy Fieri part, wish I didn't have to include that one, but, you know. Can't wait for Rogue Squadron. It's going to be so good. Cameron's going to be like, I love Patty Jenkins so much. I mean, Ryan's going to be like, I love Patty Jenkins. What's hey, Rogue prove Squadron? me wrong. Wonder Woman 1984 it's... is a fucking travesty, so. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Okay. Um, so is everything is Todd Phillips done, but you still like my I wanted you to get Todd Phillips so bad. I also wanted that. <laughs> I heard his name. Um. All right. So I I, I haven't picked yet. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I really like. I think the three that I think the three best ones are probably your train one, my sock one, and Cameron's uh, Lost at Sea one. I think those are all the best ones. Um, I actually really like his Lost at Sea one a lot. Like I think that would be my favorite. Oh, I so we have three different that. options. Yeah. Well, I guess so then we're, that we're that tells winners. us those are the three posters then right there. Yeah, I think so. Expect sometime this week, hopefully. Um, do we want to each make our own poster? No, that's. I don't have time. Yeah, okay. Nor do I I, am I good enough at Photoshop for it? We okay, also, well, yeah, those are gonna be, we can figure it out. We'll so expect those three posters along this week. Um, really quick, I have two ideas about this for the future. Okay, right. so one. Maybe we can cycle week by week, and we could say, "Hey, instead of a question this week, let's do another pitch of Palooza." No, I, 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 I want to stick with the questions. You want to stick with the questions? Yeah. Okay. And I think we do this like a couple months down the road. Here's something I'm thinking for the future, though. We got to figure out a way to do it. It shouldn't be that hard. We could totally do this. I want to get the audience involved. I want them to be the ones filling out talent one, talent two, you know, all this stuff. They would submit ideas. Maybe we'll have to do some supplemental stuff because we only have an audience of about 25 people. <laughs> but true, we get some but... supplemental stuff. We're lucky if four people listen to our show. Oh my and God. Um, yeah, I would just, I think it'd be really fun because then it's even more of a surprise because we really have no idea what's going to be coming in. You know, obviously we each only knew a third of the options out there. Um, but I think it'd be really fun to get other people involved. But I really love this. We threw this idea together in like two days and I had a blast with it. So yeah, I think this will be something definitely super fun for us to do again in the future. I agree. Cool. Do either of you have anything else to tack oh on the God. end? No. All right. Um, well, no, I don't think so. I think, uh, why don't you take us home chief? Yeah. Well, this is a lot of fun. Well, now, this is the part Joel didn't mention. Now the next step of this is we have to write a hundred and sixty page script for each of our movies. <laughs> we each you guys... we each have to randomly draw one of those scripts. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, uh, oh crap, go... I got Cameron's. <laughs> Shut before up. we go, do you guys want me to tell you what we're doing next week? What yes. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. 
So we're back on rotation for the movies mm-hmm. next week, and this is my turn. It hasn't been my turn in a while. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about don't do the that. show and what we're uh, what we're doing with our main feed episodes when the three of us are in tow. Um, I feel like I've gone. I haven't gone as hard into how much torture I could bring you to in terms of what you have to watch. I feel like my picks haven't been too terrible. Um, I think I want to change that this week. I think I want to go with something just really, real ball busting time of a movie. Ryan, remember? Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay, I. You only have me until the twenty third, so please don't make my last couple of weeks. Well, I, I tell you what, though, I I I felt a little bad about doing this. So what I did is I picked a very short movie. So, oh, so it's like only like two like, and a half hours. It's like no, it's like an hour and a half, like very short film. Baby Jesus, oh, I hate too. that. Um, so very short film, but it's a rough time, and it's an animated movie, which is one of my specialties in terms of what I like to talk about on the show. So, what we're going to watch is the Emoji Movie. Hey, lit! I'm excited. I like emojis. I haven't seen this movie. Neither have I. Nope, I ha- neither have I. <laughs> so, I can't uh, wait. Maybe I'll rent a theater to go watch this. A theater. Is it streaming somewhere? Uh, it's a universal Are we going to rent this? So, funny enough, Ryan, um, I'm actually working on a bucket list right now. Um, okay. You know, things I want to get done before See, the emoji surgery. movie is number three. And I have a bucket list, and then I have the opposite of a bucket list. And those are things <laughs> I never want to do. A and shovel I list. Had see the emoji movie on there, and you just ruined that for me. Did you actually have that on there? Yeah. Did you actually write a list? No. Oh, okay. So you didn't have it on there. <laughs> well, if it, I, I tell you what, if you wrote a real list and it was on there, I would have changed my pick. Oh. When? Okay, hold, on, hold, hold on. Hold. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. What? Damn it! Damn it! Ugh. This movie is showing at the Alamo Draft House in LA on August 27th. Are you kidding me? Is it really? We could have waited almost till the end of the month and we could have gone and seen this in a theater. So <laughs> Why is Alamo Draft House showing this? I have no clue. Um, are they at, are they going out of business and this boys, is Boys, boys, we're going to have to we're going to have to rent this one. Makes it even better. We haven't had to rent a movie in a while, so Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, I, I think I hit all the notes with this one. <laughs> fun well yeah, that being said looking forward to that looking forward to an animated film ryan loves animation ryan quickly tell us your favorite animator animator yeah oh um god that's a tough question ruth bader ginsburg that's all right not ruth bader ginsburg <laughs> folks be sure to follow along on all of our socials at refund pod if you want to send us any suggestions refundpod at gmail.com hey maybe you can follow us over there on letterbox we're seeing a lot of movies now back in theaters all three quite of a us bit. are on there all three of us are on there writing little mumbo jumbos so check us all out um most active. cameron is most active i think our letterbox might yeah, be on the is. link tree um but other than that not. again thank you folks so much for joining us this week and we look forward to seeing you again next week.